Hi, I'm Thomas. Welcome to the Parachute Advice Podcast. My life has taken a lot of twists and turns, and on this podcast, I will dive into those experiences. The goal is to help everyone listening learn from my experiences and hopefully avoid some of the mistakes I've made. Welcome to today's episode of the Parachute Advice Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. We've been discussing dieting and weight loss for a while now, and I've only briefly touched on what I eat and how I cook. Let me start with some background. I've always loved cooking, so much so that after high school, I went to culinary school and worked as a line cook and a chef for over 12 years. This was a godsend throughout this whole process as I was able to get creative within the rules of low calorie and low fat. Why do I eat low fat? Not because I'm worried about fat as much as I just want less dense calories in my diet so I can eat more food and feel full longer. To help you understand, carbohydrates provide 4 calories per gram. Protein provides 4 calories per gram, while fat provides 9 calories per gram. There are actually many people out there who measure their calories this way. It's called tracking macros. So let's say something was made of 1 gram of fat and 3 grams of protein. It would be roughly 21 calories. Why do I give this example? It's so you understand the impact of fat on your calories. Basically, you get twice the volume for the first two over fat. One thing I learned quickly is I enjoyed changing things up week over week, and I also found my metabolism reacted better when I changed things up. What do I mean by this? Well, I would do high animal protein, low carb weeks, and then do weeks of high carb, low protein, where the one I really enjoyed from a challenge of cooking point of view was high protein, low carb, vegan weeks. Within that, I would mix it up with different world cuisines. I spent several months trying to master Mapo tofu from China, Then I spent weeks working on my Korean cooking, going as far as driving two hours to my closest H-Mart, a Korean grocery chain, to explore food options. I did all of this to make cooking more exciting than just heating up vegetables, lean protein, and rice every day. The next thing is to make sure you stock your house with all the key components to make low-calorie, healthy food and meals. For me, this also meant no snack foods in the house. I'm lucky from the diet point of view in that I live alone so I control all the food in the house and control what every meal is made up of. I found it key to have staples around to make a meal on the fly with the specific calorie and macro requirements to hit my plan for the day. For example, maybe there was a surprise happy hour after work where I had two Miller Lights. Now dinner needs to fill me up, but be 200 calories lower than planned to account for the beers. Second, knowing I had everything I needed at home eliminated stopping to get food or go to the grocery store on my way home while hungry. If no one has ever told you this, do not go grocery shopping while hungry. You will make bad choices. For today's episode, I will go over the lean proteins I kept stocked at home. Frozen boneless skinless chicken breasts. This is a pretty standard item and there are so many options you can do with this from simple pan sear, roasted in the oven or grilled. Also broiled is a great way to cook at home. Think of your oven's broiler as an upside down grill. You can get great char and flavor by starting the chicken on broil and then finishing in a 350 degree oven till cooked thoroughly. Chicken is a great way to add flavor to your meals and change things up while having an easy to weigh and measure item for portion control. 100 grams comes in at about 110 calories and 19 grams of protein. Remember earlier when I said you can measure calories by your macros? This is a great example. With boneless skinless chicken breasts, you have 19 grams of protein for 76 calories and about two grams of fat for 18 calories and then one to two grams of carbs for four to eight calories, equaling roughly 100 calories. Purdue turkey tenderloins, plain and seasoned, are another great option and about the same in calories as boneless skinless chicken breasts. As with any factory marinated or seasoned item, be careful to read the label. 
What it's seasoned with could be the difference between a portion being 100 or 130 calories for the same volume of food due to added fat and carbs. Another option, Mighty Sparks brand flavored ground chicken. This is a great option for using in stews, pasta sauce, or mixed into rice like a taco bowl. It has added fat ground in, so it is slightly higher in calories than plain chicken breasts, and the flavors they offer vary as well in calorie. But if you stretch this with vegetable or broth, you can get a ton of flavor without major impact to your daily calories. Other lean ground meats, this could include plain ground chicken or turkey. But like ground beef, watch for the fat to lean ratio. I've seen some where you'd be no better off than ground beef or ground pork because of the fat to lean ratio. You're going to get tired of hearing this, but read labels. It is the only way to be sure you are getting the best thing for your diet. I'm fairly confident people at times thought I was nuts in the grocery store. The way I would review labels and use my phone's calculator to calculate portion size and calories per gram. Frozen seafood. For me, this included cod, salmon, shrimp, scallops, and calamari. But really, any frozen seafood will work. But like other proteins, these vary with different fat-to-lean ratios. Take just salmon alone. Different salmon species have more or less fat. Or a more extreme example. A 170-gram portion of Kirkland brand salmon is 270 calories. The Kirkland brand cod for the same portion size is only 140 calories all due to the difference in protein and fat content. I will also often keep raw cooked frozen shrimp on hand for a quick add-in to many different dishes like summer cucumber salad or tossed into a hot bowl of ramen. They're even great in a quick stir fry with vegetable melody and some sauce of your choice. I will also do the same as previously mentioned with frozen calamari rings or strips. Canned or foil pouch chicken or tuna are great to have on hand for a quick snack or to make a super fast dinner. Use a little chopped celery, onion, and a touch of low-fat mayo and canned tuna or chicken for a great sandwich or salad topper with a lettuce mix from the produce section. I never buy oil-packed in these items. Always water-packed. It keeps the calorie count much lower. Sardines are something I grew up eating. I won't lie, they're an acquired taste, and for many, this won't be your thing. But there are a lot of great ways to eat them, like with crackers, on toast as a sandwich, or as a salad topper even. If you do decide to give them a try, I would suggest not committing to one brand or another before trying one tin from that brand. Same for the different flavors that are out there. Some are often better than others. Also, these are oil packed, so remember to drain them and not consume the oil. Also, check the label. I have seen the average tin be around 170 calories, but some as high as three or 400. I'm not sure if it was the quantity or they assumed you would be consuming the oil they were packed in, but read the label and watch. Another seafood I love is frozen scallops, which I primarily get from Fresh Time Market. They are great in pasta sauce or cooked with vegetables in a sauce. I will often do scallops with a tablespoon or two of butter, Dijon mustard, and some water to make a sauce, then toss in frozen vegetables and serve over rice or grits. Boneless, skinless chicken thighs are great. They stay so juicy and tender, plus the level of flavor you get is unbelievable. But a big part of this flavor is coming from the extra fat. Remember when we talked about chicken breasts and how 100 grams comes in at about 110 calories and 19 grams of protein? Well, boneless, skinless thighs are 143 calories and 18 grams of protein with twice the fat for the same size portion. Bacon is nice to add to dishes from time to time. How you cook and eat it will have a big impact on calories. I personally bake my bacon on a rack in the oven over a pan so the fat drips away. 
The USDA entries for raw bacon and pan-fried cooked bacon note the protein per slice of raw versus cooked pan-fried is nearly the same, whereas the calories and fat grams are much lower in the cooked version. This indicates that the USDA labels are taking a 28-gram slice of raw bacon with 117 calories, cooking it, and draining the fat, and the result on average is an 11.5-gram slice of pan-fried bacon with only 54 calories. This is the reason why I cook my bacon and drain the fat. For example, one tablespoon of bacon fat can flavor a 9 by 13 cookie sheet of baby potatoes and only adds 120 calories spread across 5 to 6 portions of potatoes. Gilbert's chicken sausages, again, an item I usually get at fresh time, in bulk when they are buy one get one free. But I've been seeing these a lot at other stores now. I usually only get the 100 calorie per sausage ones, which include the bratwurst and dewy and the sweet pepper and onion, sometimes labeled the Denver sausage. Aldi also has a great 70 calorie per sausage chicken sausage in garlic spinach and Italian flavorings. Both of these are great roasted, grilled, or just microwave for a side dish. I will also chop them up and cook them in a, into a dish like a breakfast skillet of hash browns, vegetables, and eggs or egg whites. This brings me to egg whites or egg beaters. This is a great, very low calorie protein. I'll say they're similar to eggs, but they're no egg replacement. But when scrambled or cooked into a skillet, they work great. Whole eggs are another great source of protein. Just make sure you aren't cooking them in a way that adds unnecessary calories like in butter or excess oil. This is a place where your nonstick is gonna be your friend. Light spam. I know this is controversial, but I'm a big fan of spam. Again, this goes well with eggs or seared in a nonstick for a sandwich or to add protein to a bowl of ramen. Smoked salmon, both cold smoked and hot smoked, are great on their own or in a sandwich or in an omelet even. I have also made a great dip I take to parties with hot smoked salmon, plain no-fat Greek yogurt, lemon zest, and dill. Again, read the label and just make sure it has not been loaded with added sugar from the marinade. For example, I often will avoid the barbecue or teriyaki versions of hot smoked salmon because they have the highest amount of added sugar. Turkey or chicken lunch meat. Again, watch the flavorings because that will impact calories. I've seen a 10 to 20 calorie swing by serving size because of the flavoring. This makes a great sandwich on low calorie bread. I will often add in things like salami or other Italian cold cuts from time to time, but watch the volume because these are fatty and loaded with far more calories. Especially for proteins, I would recommend a vacuum sealer. I'll purchase large family packs of meats when on sale and then vacuum pack a week or two's worth of meals and put them in the freezer. I also use this to store leftover proteins from holiday meals, like beef rib roast from Christmas or sliced turkey from Thanksgiving. I actually just was finishing up Thanksgiving turkey from last year. I hope all of this helps you give ideas on what to get for proteins and some great ideas on how to use them. Remember, read labels and understand what you are getting and eating. Over the next few episodes, we will cover other food staples that I like to keep on hand, like vegetables, starches, snacks, and condiments. Just remember, eating on a diet doesn't have to be boring or light on volume. Both are easily done and will make this whole journey much easier to travel. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to you joining me for future episodes of the Parachute Advice Podcast. You can contact me at parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, parachuteadvicepodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also follow me on Instagram at Parachute Advice. Thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.